traffic sucks, but your podcast don't have to. Welcome into the afternoon drive with five. Welcome into another edition of an afternoon drive with five. I am Billy. He is Bryce, and we've got a special one today. Yeah, this past Saturday, the Central Lions wrestling team brought home the team duels state championship, and we continue to say this, but we're title town, baby. We are title town. Joining us now on the Realtor Hannah Strawn Hotline is the head wrestling coach for the Central Lions, Coach Cody Knight. Coach, welcome in first off. And secondly, it's been a few days. Has the championship high worn off any for you? Hey, thanks for having me in, guys. Um, good question. I, uh, you know, wrestling, wrestling's unique in that we, we've got individual state championships to chase in a, in a few weeks here. So, um, you know, I feel like, you kind of were excited on the bus ride home and then you're kind of back to humility's only a day away. Steal that Kirby smart quote and we're back, you know, trying to lock back in, trying to focus. So uh, I feel like it, maybe it still hasn't hit yet. Um, and it might have to wait until, until after February, but uh, it, uh, it was a good feeling for sure. So, so th- this is the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal is a state championship. And that's that was uh, been your goal, you know, since you've taken over this program. But what sort of hurdles have you had to go over to accomplish uh, this this massive feat? Oh man, I there. I mean, I think there's always hurdles with with high school athletics. I think one of the things that um, that you know, but you you don't really kind of verbalize a lot is is you're dealing with with 14 to 18 year olds, right? And um, the day to day there is just it's tumultuous. I mean, there are all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, somebody's hurt. Somebody's hurt from something that isn't even related to wrestling. You've got illnesses, you've got emotions and, and, um, you know, there's all kinds of hurdles in terms of, of dealing with that and, and installing the culture you want, um, and installing the things that are important to you. Um, but, uh, I think the, the hurdles that kind of hit me in the face the most day to day are just, the the kids i mean they're they're kids right and that's i love them to death but they, i mean they know that they're they're so young and they're mature that they're buying into the culture but we have good days and bad days and that's that's ultimately a hurdle because there's days that you you feel like you get a lot better and there's days that you didn't feel like you got a lot better but you got better in different ways um and and having to combat that has been tough at times but uh the kids have done a great job and coach, you talk about installing the culture out there. What what culture were you trying to instill in these young wrestlers? Yeah, so I've got a couple different things that we can kind of talk about there. Um, so something we really jumped on this year was kind of this motto of of stacking pennies and getting one percent better, just getting a penny better every day. Um, and we talked really early in the year, like there's not going to be a lot of days where we stack up twenty dollar bills, fifty dollar bills. There's not going to be days where we close that gap immensely but if we close it little by little day by day um eventually we'll look up and and the gap will be closed um and that's you know that culture the culture just you know loving each other just building up each other and and wrestling tough and not worrying about scores and um just kind of that day by day culture and i know i listen to you guys talk with coach brown our new football coach and it's kind of cool because we, we really align a little bit and, and kind of how we approach things and something I'm excited to, to see how he does with it and learn from him. And um, it, it's just a, 
it's cool that our kids have bought into it. It's something that we're still trying to build. Um, I, we're nowhere near where we need to be with it, um, but we're getting there. So it's been good. You, may, you mentioned, because uh, when I was actually at the, the gym when you guys got back, but you mentioned there that this was the 10th state championship in central history. That's right. What did, what did you, like, you talk about culture and you talk about instilling these things into the kids. Getting to double digits had to be a huge factor for you guys. Oh, man, it oh. is. Uh, it's super cool. I'm actually, I'm talking with you guys. I'm up in our, our champion suite right now. So I can, I can see those team state titles. Um, and, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I'll give you another. I feel like we steal 98% of what we do. So there's going to be a lot of shout outs. But uh, Dave McKenna, softball coach, all of our captains went and watched them win their team state title last year down in Columbus. Owen Warren, uh, those guys, they went and watched them win it last year. Um, and just, I mean, it's so cool because I feel like Central, I, I was saying this to, uh, saying it to Chuck and saying it to somebody else. I, you'll have to forgive me. I don't remember who, but it feels like we're just knocking on that door, man. And that's, we'll have teams that get second. We'll have teams that get third. We'll have teams that win it. But we're always like knocking on that door. And it's, it's cool for the community to, to get that 10th one. Um, and just hopefully bodes well for things to come, not only for wrestling, but just, I mean, all these sports, all these teams, they're working their butts off. And um, it was exciting to get number 10. It's definitely not something you, you take for granted. Um, I mean, Central's got a 64-year history now, and, and this is number 10. And um, we've won a, a chunk of them recently. I mean, that's what four have been in the last 15 years, 20 years. Um, so we're excited about the future of central athletics and uh, just the history of central. That's something you want your kids connected with and something we really kind of press hard on our kids. So, so coach, take us back to that state championship winning day. You have the quarterfinals, the semifinals and the finals all in one day, right? That's right. That, yep. That's, yep. A, that's a long, long day of, of a lot of wrestling. How do you prepare for such long days and what do you do in between matches to a stay loose and b recover for your next match so i uh i kind of leave that to the kids which is a terrible thing to say you know thinking it back it's like oh gosh like you're leaving this to so much of high school kids kind of how they manage their emotions but uh our team has been really good all year at, at kind of being loose and and having fun and once we get a good warm-up in uh, Craig Murray and I can kind of get a good feel for where their head is that day. Um, talked with Colson Hoffman, Owen Warren, Gabe Swan. Uh, Coach, we're good. It's like, all right, let's go. So they stay loose. They they play around a little bit. They're listening to music, um, you know, joking around with each other. And they are, I mean, it's a, it's a tough day having to wrestle all three of them. There's definitely emotional roller coasters. And um, we were blessed enough that – we were kind of riding our emotional high through the, the quarters and the semis through those first two rounds. And um, I think that helped us in the finals. Our, our kids were feeling good. And because, um, you know, if, if you start feeling bad, it, it can definitely compound. You kind of get in that quicksand mentality. Things start going wrong and then everything starts going wrong. And um, kids were on a good, good emotional kind of high right there and were able to ride it through all three of those matches. So 
We'll set the scene for us, coach, here in the finals. The last match, Dylan versus that kid from Love It. You're down 28 to 33. You have to get a pin. What was the message to Dylan going into this? Yeah, so uh, so the kids kind of check in with us before they head to the table. We kind of tell them. Dylan knew he was going to go. Um, we had bumped the lineup, kind of made a shift trying to, to win the dual meet. And uh, so Dylan came up, um, a little cliche, just told him I loved him, regardless of the outcome, told him, you know, that reminded him, I'm sure he knew, uh, had to pin to win. Said, hey, man, we got to stick to beat him. Um, that's the only way for us to win this duel. We love you. Go get him. And uh, kind of sent him out there. Uh, now, in retrospect, a couple of people have told me that he was walking behind the bench and he was like, so nervous. I'm so nervous. So I didn't know any of that. Um, so I'm glad I didn't know that because that probably would have made me more nervous. And I was already, you know, probably at 160 beats per minute on my heart rate. Um, so <laughs> it uh, <laughs> it ended up working out, man. And Dylan couldn't have him to a better kid. And that's, you know, it's it's funny. The only way I can really describe it, you know, I guess you think about it more with like football or baseball or or basketball, but it's so stuff you do in the backyard when you're a little kid, right? It's your senior year at your high school. It's coming down to you to win the state title. You got to pin him to beat to beat the team, and and he did that. And it's like it's one of those storybook endings where you're the hero. Um, and I'm I'm glad it was Dylan. And kudos to Love It, man. They're a super duper tough team. And Coach Maldonado is an excellent coach. Um, and and they are going to continue to be an, an elite level program and. They're full of studs, and we were blessed to be able to line up the right way that day. And I couldn't be more excited for Dylan. Uh, just, I mean, he's a legend. He's a central legend now. That's what we keep talking about. So, And, Coach, we saw an interview with Dylan on YouTube where he's talking about the weight classes in Georgia changing. What, what's that all about? Mm -hmm. and what, what kind of uh, challenges that does that present to you all when you go out of state? I believe you all were in South Carolina or North Carolina rec wrestling recently. So what, what's that weight change? <laughs> Uh, affected in Georgia, and how does that affect y'all when you go out of state? Yeah, so we're governed by the National Federation of High Schools, um, just like any other sport. And uh, every so often, they they redo our weight classes based on data from weigh-ins from around the country. Um, and so the NFHS published a new set of weight classes uh, that was that was uh, supposed to be put into effect next year. Georgia adopted it a year early. Um, we adopted it a year early. I think just to get used to the new weights, these weights will probably stay for five, six, seven years. Um, so we adopted it a year early. Other states in the Southeast did not. Um, so anytime we compete out of state, we uh, we have to use the, the old weights, um, which about four or five pounds off once you get in the upper weights. The light weights are still the same, same weight classes upper weights are a little bit different um and it did it provides a little bit of a challenge um, i mean you guys know we're fairly close to alabama so we compete a little bit in alabama we compete in georgia tried to travel a little bit this year and um it provides challenges and and challenges in the off season because kids are used to certain weights and now there's new weights and you got to kind of find where people fit in the weight classes um but i think it was something that we're blessed to be a young team um, in that scenario because the kids weren't used to the old weights, really. Um, so 
the young team just kind of said, oh, these are weights and this is, these are the weights we'll make. And um, wasn't the biggest issue in the world for us. Um, for Dylan, it definitely affected him. But um, for, our, for our lightweight guys, it, it didn't affect them too much. So, Do you think that adversity going out of state and wrestling under different type of weight classes, do you think that helped at all? You know, once you get to the team duels, state, you know, semifinals, quarterfinals, finals, do you think get, get, getting over that adversity during, you know, the wrestling regular season uh, helped at all for the playoffs? Huge, huge. And that's what we did. Uh, I don't know if you guys were able to see him, but we did the wrestling media days with with Gradic, uh before the season. And when we did those media days, I mean, I vividly remember it. I remember I was like, that guy doesn't believe me. But whoever was working the camera that day, um, I made the quote, and it, it's still the quote. Um, you know, up until Christmas, I'm trying to get our kids beat. I want them to get beat. And I remember the camera guy laughing at me. And I was like, oh, man, well, that's, that's if he's laughing at me, that, that must have been really bad to say. I probably shouldn't have said that. But, uh, I, I mean, that's really – we're trying to put our kids through adversity. We want them to battle adversity um, because that – it helps when, when the chips are on the table, I guess. And, and that's something that we kind of make our schedule to, to give the kids adversity. And um, schedule wasn't perfect this year. It, it wasn't exactly how I wanted it to be. I mean, I, I made it, but that obviously would be back and change some things now. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But um, I thought that the schedule definitely served its purpose for us in duels and, and put us through some adversity and, and help prepare them for – for uh for saturday for sure yeah we i mean we completely understand that adversity we see it all the time in football around here when you have teams that have you know they might only have a region with two or three other teams in it those football teams want to go out and schedule harder opponents so they get better in in games that you know i don't want to say they don't matter but they're not a region game so they don't matter as much so we completely understand that adversity that you want to put your kids through early on in the season to get them prepared for that late push Absolutely. And that's, I mean, you said it really well. We, we definitely have some football teams around here that, um, yeah, they schedule teams and you're like, golly, you guys are going to play them. And it's like, yeah. And then they go, I mean, they go compete. Right. And then it pays dividends later in the year because it's almost, you want your region schedule and your state schedule to not be harder than the rest of your season right you want you want it all to be kind of a level playing field so it's not like you're you're shocked when you get to region play and these teams are really good or you get to state and these teams are really good um you want them to have had tests before then they need to be tested individually and as a team um and our schedule is able to do that this year and definitely a blessing i think when you build a schedule you're like oh i hope it does what i want it to do um but this year it was able to, and we were super excited about that. So, yeah, that's a good pickup. I, uh, <laughs> not a lot of people talk about our schedule, but it was definitely – that was exactly what it was made for. So, Well, Coach, you can't do this alone, obviously, and you've got a great coaching staff along with you, and, and, and one of them is, is a favorite of Bryce's and, and Nathan Horsley. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I've known Nathan Horsley since I was in high school, and I – that was probably the biggest bear hug I've ever received in my life was right at when he came home. How big is it to have to give him who obviously helped you out and, and the other coaches who bleed and sweat maroon and, and gray championship? 
Man, huge. And you, you hit on the head. Nathan Horsley is a, a huge part of this program, a huge part of, of Central High School. Um, and I don't want to misquote his years, but I think it's 24, 25. You know, he's definitely reaching kind of the end of the end of that career. Um, and, you know, how elusive state titles are as much, you know, legend as there is about Nathan Horsley. I mean, I go to Mojave Wings in Whitesburg and people talk to me about Nathan Horsley and and he had never won a state title as a team. And that to me, I mean, that's it's almost like emotional to think about that. Nathan Horsley means the world to me. He was one of my first phone calls um, when I got the job. You know, uh, Jared Griffiths was like, hey, here's this number. You need to call Nathan Horsley. Didn't know him from Adam. And I, you guys were kind of picking on a little bit uh, to Coach Brown. It's, you know, you, you call Coach Horsley and you hear his voice and you're like, oh, gosh, who is this? Like, he, I, I'm a little scared. Like, you're, like, intimidated. You're like, oh, gosh, this guy's like, – he's got that intimidating voice. And, um, man, he just – Horsley means the world to me, man, and then being able to being able to be with him when he gets a ring, and um, man, that's so huge, so huge. I excited for that guy, excited for Watts, excited for I, again just the community. I the community deserves stuff like this. Central High School is such a tight knit family. I know you guys know that, um, and and it's I excited for those guys. I I feel like I'm more outwardly excited than I am inwardly because. It's just I, it's cool, man. It, seeing the excitement on people that mean a lot to me, it's and it, it has helped me, right? I mean, I, it's, I'm nowhere near perfect at a lot of things. I'm I'm not good at, and uh, you know, these people help me and help me on a daily basis, and and I just their excitement makes me excited. So. And coach, we've we've seen a team in our area win a state championship recently. A football Bowden did it. They got state championship rings. Now, does wrestling get state championship rings, or do they get something a little bit more appropriate? In my opinion, everybody should get championship belts. <laughs> we're getting rings. We're getting rings. Belts would be awesome, but uh, <laughs> we're getting rings. Uh, sat down with Scholastic today. We just designed it today. So um, the way we approached it, man, I uh, talked to Owen, Owen Warren. Owen Warren's our captain. Uh, great guy. If you guys have never gotten to meet him, what a great representation of Central. And I was like, hey, man, it's a team ring. I think it'd be really special if if the coaches designed them and then you guys saw them for the first time when you get them. So kids don't know what they look like yet. Uh, should have artwork back by the end of the week, but really excited about them. I think they're going to be cool rings. Um, excited for these kids, man. They're, they're uh, not a lot of rings that, that float around uh, throughout the state. So I'm excited for them to be able to get one. But belts would be kind of cool, eh? It'd be a little tacky. It's outside my personality for the kids to be wearing those. And our kids' personality, they'd be wearing them every day to school. And I'd be like, golly, <laughs> embarrassing me. But um, they, uh, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I know that uh, I know that Moistner and Garner over at Temple have a championship belt. I don't know if they give it to kids when they pin or what. But that I doesn't saw surprise Garner me. had it on his shoulder in a picture. But uh, uh, that's, not, that's not a bad idea. I wonder if Scholastic could do us a belt. I probably don't have the money to buy them. Out, it would it would look great. <laughs> it would look great in the trophy case. Just a just a big oh. gaudy state championship belt. That's right. That's right. We get Mr. Edwards to wear it. Mr. <laughs> Edwards look great in his in his championship belt. <laughs> and, and and you talk about there's not many state championship rings floating around. You know, I was sort of uh, when I was eating lunch today, I was thinking about this. 
any type of championship, state championship in high school, has to be one of the hardest championships to win in all all sport because you you think about college. Uh, and, and, you know, you can go out and recruit and, you know, spend millions and millions of dollars to make your college more attractive to people and get whoever you want in there, essentially, if you spend enough money um, in, in the pros right. in the pros, you can hire whoever you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. And you can have a career for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. But when when you're in high school, you got four years and that's it. And, and you pretty much work with the kids you got. So. That is that is a very elusive and one of the hardest type of championships I think to win in all of sport. Yeah, man. I uh I actually steal something Nathan Horsley said. Might have been Monday he said it. Now you have to say Tuesday. it in his voice though. Oh. If Nathan Horsley yeah. says oh, you have man. to say it in his I voice. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. You'll have to recreate it for me. But uh I uh he's it's a timing thing, right? I mean that's what we have a super talented team this year, um, and, and Love It did too, but it's a timing thing. I mean, you there's been several super talented teams at, at Central and at, I mean, tons of schools that, you know, haven't won it because another team's also got a talented team. And it's, you know, if it had been offset by a year or two forward, a year or two back, um, maybe they win that title or don't win that state title. Um, and, and, Timing is just such a big part of it, and that obviously is a big confounding factor in, in winning state titles. And um, it was the right the right time with the right group of kids. And again, like I said, I uh, can't give enough credit to to Love It and Chesity and Troop, all three teams we wrestled. And they were they're super tough, and we we're just blessed to come away on Saturday. And you know, I think that uh, the Lord had a plan, and thankfully we were able to to be able to be a part of it. So coach, you know, you talk about getting the athletes that you, that you need, um, for, for your program. But if you had to speak to any athletes out there that are kind of on the fence about wrestling, what does wrestling do for an athlete, whether it be a football player, or a baseball player, what does it do for an athlete that will make them compete in multiple sports? Yeah, I think I think wrestling teaches a lot of body awareness, and that's what I'll kind of make more of a generalized statement. And, and one of the things I've I've been a believer in since I was a little kid, um, playing multiple sports just increases your athleticism. Uh, if you play football and wrestle and run track, all of those are just increasing that overall. You know, I kind of think of it like old school Madden or NCAA, like your overall rating, right? And it's it's like playing multiple sports increases that that rating because it's you're just getting more athletic. You're competing on a daily basis. You're you're having to learn different techniques and different ways to use your body. And different coaches are putting hands on you. And um, all these coaches are qualified and good at things in their own way. And um, I I just think more sports just helps increase athleticism. Wrestling, obviously, uh, one of those sports. Body awareness is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, just being able to use leverage and use um, the strength that you have in different ways. That's what a lot of people think wrestlers are strong. And I think Coach Watts would tell you, we've got some strong kids on the wrestling team. But we've also got some kids who are, you know, pound for pound, a little weaker. But because they know how to use their body, people will be like, oh, my goodness, that kid's so strong. And it's like, eh, not really. 
Like he just he knows how to use his body. Um, and that's something that that wrestling teaches really well. Um, and I I think the ability to accept responsibility. Um, individual sports are something I fell in love with. Like my second sport was swimming, so I did I all I did was individual. Um, and just the ability to accept responsibility, not hide, um, kind of step up to the plate when it's time, and um, you either perform or you don't, and, and being okay with that and learning how to perform in those situations. Uh, wrestling's a really good um, conduit for that, a really good thing that, that helps us learn how to, how to rely on ourselves. And hopefully our 11 football players are still with us, 11 of our 24 on the football roster this year. Hopefully those guys see some, some, uh, some return in the football season. Um, Cause we've, man, we've been so blessed to have them. It's been really good. And, and hopefully they, uh, hopefully they see some return in the football season. So, and coach, we've, we've talked to a couple people out there at central and, and they laud this coaching staff on, on the, uh, the wrestling squad, you know, talking about how good they are, how talented they are, how fantastic they are with the kids, the multiple D one athletes, who who's out there on that staff? Because all I've hear, I heard for the past couple of months is how great that wrestling staff is out there. Yeah. So we, uh, we've got a few people. So, um, Craig Murray, uh, he's dad of Ty Murray. So he's one of our lay coaches. Um, he was a D one guy at, at Edinburgh university. Um, super talented. Craig and I run a lot, run a lot of the practices together. Um, really Craig is, has taught me a ton this year. Craig is an excellent technician. Um, he's definitely a little more aggressive. We have kind of dissimilar coaching styles. Uh, I'm a little bit more laid back and Craig's a little bit more aggressive. Um, and, and you got Coach Watts, who is Olympic certified strength and conditioning coach. He gets our kids every single day. Um, our kids have really enjoyed working out with him. Um, he helped us all summer with our strength and conditioning program. You got Horsley, who's been a head coach for 25, 30 years. And then kind of an unsung guy in the building that doesn't really come to practice, but he helped with our middle school this year. And a great guy to bounce ideas off of is Jeremy Fountain who is a super successful head wrestling coach here, um, stepped away from the program for family. And I mean, I bounce ideas off of him. No lie guys, probably every other day. Um, he's in the building with me and is an absolutely amazing resource. Um, as I'm continuing to learn and um, just trying to be the best we can be for the kids. Um, and that's kids connect with different people. Some kids like different style coaches. So we try to kind of bring it all to the table. And um, I think our coaching staff is second to none. I, I love those guys. They are, they're great. Uh, they probably uh, get tired of me harping on them and being a mother goose and um, kind of keeping things in order. Cause I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, but uh, they, uh, they do a heck of a job, man. They do a, a great job. So couldn't be more proud of them. Well, Coach, congratulations again on a great season. State champions, that's something that you, that coaching staff, those young men, uh, all the parents, everybody involved with that wrestling program, they're going to remember that forever. They're going to have those state championship rings forever, and some of the young kids are going to have chances to go out and win two or three more state championships. So uh, from the TM5 crew, congratulations. What an amazing accomplishment. Hey, thanks, man. Glory to God, and go Lions.
All right, Coach, thanks for joining us. This has been the Wrestling State Championship Review here on TM5. We will see you next time, same time, same place.